Well, good morning. Welcome to Robinson Avenue Baptist Church. Happy Resurrection Day. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It is so good to see each and every one of you. And so I want to thank each and every one of you for a wonderful Resurrection Week, Pastor Week, we've had. We've had a really busy week. It's been a blessing. Started out with a wonderful Passover. Uh, where we showed Christ in the Passover on Wednesday night. We were a great crowd and a great time. We left out there to do Christ in the Passover again in Waco. And that too was a blessing. So thank you for your prayers and support in that. We ended up Friday night uh, here in Robinson Avenue doing our Pentecost service. And that too was a blessing. So thank you for that. Thank you for your support in that. And then, of course, this morning for our sunrise service. If you missed out on the sunrise service, you missed out on a blessing followed by breakfast. And now here we are. God bless you. Happy, happy Resurrection Day. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. And let's thank Him right now that He's alive. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God is alive. He's not dead in the hole in the ground. He's alive, living forevermore. And we are proof that He is alive. It's been 2,000 years, and the church is still here. You know why? Because He is alive. God is good. Oh, my goodness. i got to stop before I start the sermon already. All right. Let me share with you a little bit about what's going on at Robinson Avenue, as you probably already know. After this morning's service, there will be no evening activities. You know why? Because we're tired. Amen. We were here at about 5.30 this morning, 5.45, getting ready for our sunrise services. And, of course, 6 o'clock, we had sunrise service. We had a great crowd. Already this morning, and praise God for that. And so, I want to ask you even now, if God's working in your heart, let today be the day that you come and share it with God's people You're joining us online this morning. We also want to ask you to consider being right here in the center experiencing what God is doing in Robinson Avenue in Copper Show. God is doing all kinds of things, and you need to get involved in that. All right, so your services this afternoon. None whatsoever. Enjoy that time. Go visit your family. Or if you're like us, go home and take a nap. Go like this. I mean, bring in. And a bad discuss. All right. So, we'll pick up with our regular services through the week. Ladies, Bible study Tuesday at 9.30 and at 6.30. Wednesday night, we will have our fair our service and our Bible study right here in Central at 6.30. And of course, Thursday at 6.30, men's Bible study. So please do prayer about that. Also, begin praying about our upcoming vacation Bible school. That's going to happen very soon. And you may have an insert in your bulletin. If you do, then you'll see that our first GBS workshop is April 22nd at 10 a.m. So get ready for that. Uh, if you don't, then you just get told about that. Also, to remind you, you're coming up in May. We'll be having a brand new class called Experience with God. And so if you're interested in that, there's a final seat outside. It'll be led by me and Stephanie Bader. So please come and be a part of that Experience with God. It's a wonderful class on knowing and doing the will of God. That'll be Monday evening from 6 to about 30. So, be a part of that. The book is about $12, and yes, you'll have to come up with your own book fees. Church can't afford that, but uh, at $12, and maybe some scholarships for that, and you do have a few leftover books from last night, so you could get one or two out. So, if you're interested in that, if not, then, like I said, get it, let us know, sign up, get with Monica, and we will make that book for you, and the book price is $12. It's not, not a real good fee, and it's a 12 week course. So, please. Consider being a part of that, knowing the will of God, and all experience of God. It's a great, great, great class. All right. Uh, also, Saturday, April 22nd, we're all coming up at 6 to 8 at Brother Matt and Sister Terry's house. 
here that have our love agony there that says campfire. Sing the waxen. And so what you need to do is bring your finger food, bring your lawn chair, and bring your favorite gospel song to sing. We're going to sit back around the campfire and sing some gospel songs and have a good time of fellowship and praise and worship and not praise and God. So no RSVP necessary. Just remember that's going to be April 22nd. Also, church, we need a month from April 30th. We're going to have after services and dinner on the ground. So, if you're trying to keep for that very soon, hot milk style, you just sign up and say, This is what I'm bringing. And of course, we'll also have what we call a ministry around the church. There is a lot of ministry that we also have inside the church. And so, each one of our ministries will have a bifold or a bifold uh, display set up. You can learn a little bit more about our ministry, 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 about our audio, video. About what's going on. We even have an online ministry for these things, live stream our services, and we also have social media. So if you're interested in getting involved in those things, those department heads will have some information out on how you get involved in that. There'll be a little more information about the church of God coming out as well. Um, that, that'll be April 30th. So please uh, pray about that and please bring something to eat, and I will help you eat it. Amen. All right. So I think that's going to be it for uh, all of our upcoming announcements. And with that being said, uh, we're going to go to the Lord's Prayer. And after we pray, we please rise and welcome one another. And we're going to do that quickly. We'll get back to the seats. We're going to have an offering at the office. We're going to turn it over to the right side. We're going to go to the church. We're very hard. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what God's going to do. Let's pray together, Father. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And we thank you, God, for being in the house this morning. We bless us. We come to you this year. We celebrate your resurrection, Jesus. Open us up to your goodness, Father God. Fill us with your spirit, and may we worship you in Jesus' name. And it's my prayer, Lord God, that you'll be here and you'll come to know you today. And the next day, you'll be there. We're in the kingdom of the Father. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please rise and welcome one another.
so good to see each and every one of you here. Let me just say, if you're visiting with us this morning, we want to thank you for visiting with us. Let's just take the time to set up a little bit of your time in front of you. Place an offering plate. And we'll come around to you guys and get you to visit. We greatly appreciate that. If you're joining us online for the first time, we want to welcome you as well. But as you consider being a part of what God is doing here in sanctuary, come and join us in person next Sunday. All right. With that being said, I'm going to ask our ushers to come forward.
They were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, and broke it, gave it to the disciples, and said, Take and eat it. This is my body. Then he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. Thanks be to our loving Heavenly Father, this perfect atonement is only the beginning of this plan. Never before has there been a more powerful and transformational instrument of God's faithfulness than this. Three days after Jesus had been crucified and buried, the Almighty God fulfilled His promise and breathed everlasting life into Jesus' body. The stone was rolled away from the tomb, and Jesus, the King of glory, walked out alive. Let's lift up a triumphant song of praise, now and forevermore. 
So blessed be the name of the Lord. Let me tell you right now, our God is alive. Jesus Christ did not stay dead. He was dead for three days. And in those three days, He conquered death. He conquered hell. He conquered the grave so that you and I could live forever. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let me tell you a little bit about Jesus. Jesus came. He lived for us. He died for us. And then He was resurrected for us. And now He lives for us in heaven evermore, making intercession for us. Most of us talk about that all the time. We praise God about that. The stone was rolled away. He's not in the tomb. You know what? That's the main difference between Christianity and any other religion in the world. The resurrection is what separates Christianity from every other religion. If you were to go to Islam today, they say, Muhammad is dead. We know where his grave is. And some of them would say, well, no, he stepped up and went into heaven. But the truth is, they know where he the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the truth and the proof of everything Christian believes. That's what it says, Mark 16, 1 to 16, the resurrection. Everything you believe is faith on that. Everything you hold dear is faith on that. If the resurrection didn't happen, then Christianity ain't worth a thing. But the resurrection did happen, therefore, everything in Christianity is totally I want you to spend time with me where they're looking into the tomb where Mary Magdalene is looking into the tomb and the angel says, don't be afraid. You're looking for Jesus in Nazareth, but he's not here. He's risen just as he said. That's what we're looking at this morning. He's risen just as he said. Who's it for? Who's it for? Well, you know, the Bible gives us a really good description of who the resurrection is for, because the Bible describes the disciples. Did you catch that? you read verse 8, verse 10, verse 14? Did you see how the Bible describes them? It describes them as trembling, as astonished, as fearful, as mourning, as weeping, as unbelieving, and guess what? It even describes them as hard Hearted. And let me tell you, that's exactly who the resurrection is for. And you might be there this morning in the pew or watching online saying, Who's the resurrection for? The resurrection for you. If I'm talking to you this morning, then you need to understand Jesus lived, died, and was resurrected for you. He's for you. Let's begin this morning looking at those disciples. The Bible says in verse 6, they were trembling. Does that describe you this morning? Are you trembling today? Do you have something coming up in the future? You're scared to death of. Let me tell you, you need to be scared of what's coming in the future. Because the Bible says one day, He is appointed a day in which you will judge this world in righteousness. The resurrection for the saints. For the trembling. Are you trembling this morning? Have to say, Pastor, I'm trembling not at that, though. I'm trembling with other things. The resurrection is here for you. The resurrection comes and cast out fear. The resurrection gives us a reason to keep on going. The resurrection proves that Christianity can overcome anything. Let me tell you right now, historically, Christianity has survived the Holocaust. It has survived the uh, Crusades. Christianity has survived any and every plague. Christianity survived COVID. Christianity will survive any government because Christianity has a risen Savior. And we don't need to be trembling anymore. We will survive because He is. Have inside me this morning. You say, Pastor, I need something alive in my life. I need something I can hold on to. Well, the resurrection for you. Are you trembling 
you've been trembling like the disciples were in verse 8. They were trembling. The Bible says they got up and left. They were trembling, for they were afraid. Are you trembling with the resurrection of The resurrection of Jesus, the Bible also says they were astonished. They were astonished. A good translation is they were amazed. Amazed. You might have an old Jewish name before. They were amazed. They were astonished. Did you know? Listen to me now, but Jesus is still astonishing people today. There are people out there today who say, I can't believe that Christians still worship Him and Christians still obey Him and Christians still let the world walk all over them. Why? Because we serve a risen, living Savior. Hallelujah. And they're astonished. Are you astonished this morning saying, those guys got up at 6 a.m. over here worshiping them? <laughs> you were here without a cup of coffee, praise God. That's astonishing, isn't it? That's amazing, isn't it? You know what's really amazing? That this world, the people could exist without it. They try to make it through their life without Jesus. They say, I want to do it on my own. I want you to know something. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus is the only way. You've been trying to do it your own way. Don't be astonished when you realize Jesus is the only way to get where you need to go. Don't be astonished this morning. Have this trembling. Am I preaching to you this morning? The resurrection is for you. It's not just for Christians. It's not just for believers. It's for the trembling. Those that are fearful. Those that are astonished. Let me tell you, the resurrection still astounds. It still astonishes. It still amazes because our God conquered death. Our God lives again. And our God lives now in the church, in the heart of His believers. Our God has been The Bible tells us also in verse 8 that they were fearful. They were fearful. That's why you said that's it. I'm trembling. That's the same thing. I mean, I'm trembling is when you're worried about the company. Trembling is when you say, what are they thinking? What are they saying? Fearful. Hallelujah. 
Are you fearful this morning? I'm talking to you. The resurrection is for you. The Bible tells us in verse 10 of Mark chapter 16, they were mourning the resurrection for people who mourn. There's nothing sweeter. Now listen to me. There's nothing sweeter than when you're mourning, knowing that you get to see your loved one again because our God lives. Some of you got moms, dads, sisters, brothers, children. They went on to heaven before you, and you get to see them again because our God conquered death. I can't get past my grief. You need to get past it because Jesus is alive. And if He's alive, then your child is alive in Jesus. Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister is alive in Jesus Christ. What you need to do is make sure that you resurrected for the morning. The Bible also tells us they were weeping. They were weeping. They were weeping.
God, get me out of the mess I made my life. We want that kind of miracle. But the miracle that's offered to you, listen to me now, the miracle that's been offered to you is that He has conquered death. And all you have to do is go from unbelieving to believing, and you will have life eternal, being with Him forever and ever, because the resurrection for the unbelieving. For you. For you.
Jesus said, no one can touch my hard heart. Jesus Christ. Jesus is in the business of taking stony hearts out and putting their hearts aside. Jesus is in the business of taking people who are dead and in the grave and making them back alive. Jesus is in the business of getting those who cannot walk back up on their feet, walking and talking and leaping and praising God. Jesus is in the business. Listen to me now. Jesus is in the business of putting joy back into a broken life that had no joy. Jesus is in the business of giving life to those who had no life. Are you seeing who the resurrection is for? It's for the fearful, the unbelieving. It's for those that are hard-hearted. for those that are shaking in fear. It's for those that are trembling. It's for those who have a hard time believing in Jesus. All you got to do is look in the tomb. It's empty because He lives. That's who the resurrection is for. It's never been for anyone else.
come this morning. Come on. Y'all see you next week.